good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You're checking out another Woken Baked. I'm your host, Bill Baker, and today our guest is the one and only Nikki Russell. Nikki is the owner-operator of CrossFit Certitude, and she is a firm believer in the philosophy of eating for life. And so that's one of the things we sat down and we talked to today. We talked about her beliefs on veganism, on keto diet, that sort of thing. Actually, I don't think we got into veganism. That's a conversation for another time, I'm sure, but she kind of got into her beliefs of not uh, limiting yourself, just being smarter about how you eat, which I think is something that a lot of us can use some work on. I know that I could. I know, um, I know that I am no one to give anybody any kind of eating advice. So I'm going to talk to the professionals, and when I can talk to people who are more informed about a topic than I am, then I will do my best to sit down and talk to them. If you think you would be a great guest to make, please by all means give me a message. Uh, send me an email at wokenbakedpodcast at gmail.com, and I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear who you think I'd you know, make a great person to sit down and talk to. All right. Supporter time. Iron Asylum, the gym, located on KB Road, which Quinka Dinkley is right next to, not right next to, but very close to CrossFit Certitude, where our uh, guest today is located. Iron Asylum is located down the road from them. You can find them on Instagram at Iron Asylum Gym AK. You can find them on Facebook. Just punch in Iron Asylum and find out what they can do for you because they are a 24-hour gym. They have all the raddest equipment. They have everything from kettlebells uh, to reverse hypers. They've got a whole bunch of traditional and non-traditional bars. If you're uh, going to be getting down on a flat bench or any kind of bench you're using, they've got a different sort of bar for you. They've got Smith machines. They've got crazy swat, uh, squat racks. They, they've got whatever it is that you're looking for. They probably have it. All right, that is located uh, on KB Road. All right, also 5150 Vapes, located in lovely Soldatna, Alaska, right across the street from uh, the Soldatna Creek Park. Do not park at 5150 if you are going to music in the park. All that's going to happen is your vehicle's going to get towed, and then you got to pay, you know, somebody to get your vehicle out of the tow yard. And that's always a pain in the ass. I don't like doing it. I've had to do it on, on multiple occasions. Um, but, you know, these things happen. You live and you learn. Don't park there if you're going to this old dot in a creek park. That's all I'm saying. All right. Power Plant Productions. They put on the coolest events in uh, in and around the peninsula. They do everything from comedy events, they do fights, they do, well, concerts, all kinds of shit. Um, if you are interested in an event that is going on locally, you can bet that Power Plant Productions is involved. When, um, when the, uh, the, the recycled metal band played here in July, yeah, that was Power Plant Productions. All kinds of cool stuff. They're involved in a ton of cool things. They're also involved in... Uh, the special needs community here on the peninsula and so there you go they do good stuff and we'll be talking about some of the events they have coming up all right newest sponsor gotta give this one out make it official red run cannabis company the makers of hash the makers of some of the finest terp sauces and concentrates in the state of alaska no boof here ladies and gentlemen only the best prices on the best flour. They do flour cartridges of Warner Brothers uh, Horticulture's Girl Scout cookies. And this is a flour cart. This isn't, you know, like a distillate that's been run through a 
hundred uh, different times and has no trace of the uh, original cannabis. Just a whole bunch of THC with nothing beneficial. No, no, not any of that. It's the stuff that you like about the cannabis without all the additional garbage and all the extra carcinogens and all the, the stuff that you get from smoking flour. It's a much cleaner way to get that cannabis uh, into your lungs and into your body. And you can get all that stuff from Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway and open till midnight. Boom. They've also got pre-roll Wednesday. They've got, I mean, they've got something per, for pretty much every freaking day. They've got like a, like Turpy Tuesday. They've got a Shatter Day. They've got all that stuff. So look them up on Weed Maps. Look them up wherever you get your information on, uh, on the devil's lettuce in the great state of uh, Alaska get your hands on that hashing, provided that you are of age. And uh, we'll get into that in the warning at a later time. All right. No more Trap Lord Circuit. It's just me. Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. Today I am joined by the un and only Nikki Russell, who's been with us before. He's been on the, the, the show before. We've discussed diets. We've discussed all kinds of things. But we're going back to diets, which is which is really important because I think that um, that's sort of like the source of your day, the source of your joy. A lot of it will come to food, like whether or not it's like we're eating for, for joy or, or we're eating for, like to feel better about oh, ourselves. Yeah, that is the big but we can also, well, maybe. I mean, if you're talking about like the mental health aspect uh, of of eating for for, for to feel better, uh, well, we about should, what it is we should really understand what is the purpose of eating. Well, let's talk about that. So, back in the day, before food was just readily available to us, eating was to sustain life. It was to provide yourself enough energy to be able to get through a hard, laborious day, and we, we saw famine, we saw people, you know, really fighting for, to get that energy, to get that food. Ages, the, uh, the, the, um, the age of death, so we were dying a lot younger. Yeah. Disease, was, disease was there, but that was what we ate for. We didn't eat for pleasure. We didn't eat because it was delicious and it made me emotionally feel good. We ate to survive and hopefully thrive. It all took a turn when they started um, bleaching flour and started, they, they, they started manipulating food for like the uh, higher societies. Okay, so like are the rich like wanted more, they wanted prettier food. They wanted things that tasted better. And so this like started somewhere back in the day all because this high society was like, let's make food more appealing and, and, and more of a social setting. So now, food is no longer about survival. Food is straight up about emotional pleasure or aesthetic gain. There's no, like, I hardly ever run into anybody who is actually like, I eat because, like, I want my organs to function and I want um, my inflammation to go down and I want uh, my joints to feel better and I want to sleep better. They don't, they don't eat because of that. They want to eat because it's convenient or... They want to eat because it, it, it's tasty. And, and, and these things are what's causing our decline of like our mental and physical health. Okay, so let's, let's, go, let's go into that a little bit. So how can food affect your feelings? 
So your, your food provides you, okay, the right food provides you vitamins and minerals. Okay, so these are, these are materials that are within whole food, so like plants and animals, and they're materials that our body needs in order to uh, process and, 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 and our inner workings. So everything from your cardiovascular function to your heart to how your skin um, reacts to certain things, like <clears throat> your moods, your hormone levels, like these are all uh, balanced by the nutrients. So vitamin A, K, D, E, all your mineral, minerals like uh, uh, phosphorus, and, um, and, and you're, you're getting all these essential nutrients to provide you with your function. When we strip the food and it goes into our stores and you're going down the aisle and it's canned or it's bagged or it's been manipulated to taste better or maybe cook faster, these are all things that have been stripped of our food. For, so now we are no longer able to rid ourselves of the, um, the illnesses and the, the declines that our body's going through. So um, I, guess, I guess that means like we're, we're sacrificing quite a bit for the sake of the convenience. Like I'm, I'm, a, big fan of, I'm a big fan of cooking and, and prefer, preparing my food. But it like takes that time. It's also therapeutic. It can be. Not for me, man. I, I prepare my food all the time and I hate it. Like, I, I honestly, there's a lot of things. Like, the thing is, like, so, I, so I'm super into to, to fitness. I, 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 I have seen the value of putting in work in, in, the, in, in my exercises and in my food. And so, but I don't like it. It doesn't, it, like, there are times where I'm like, yeah, this is good stuff. But a lot of times I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I just realized, just like a job, you got to work your job. You have, you're going to have to make money. You got to pay your mortgage. You got to drive around a car. It's something that you have to do. And this is also something that we should be doing. And we have to do if we want to see longevity. If we want to see <clears throat> the, the, our life through the stages and decades that we go to continue to prosper and feel like healthy and to function these are things you have to do. You have to exercise. You have to eat whole foods. You've got you've to think about your body as like a machine, like your computer. Like you don't, you don't just let viruses start to add up in your computer. Or just like you update it. You, it's, it's something that you're constantly having to kind of like uh, um, recheck. Yeah, you have to update everything. it. Yeah, right. To... Otherwise, it's going to go to crap, just, just like your vehicle. vehicle. I mean... It's all, it, it just makes sense, okay? You got to repair the thing that you're living in for the rest of your life. And, and the crazy thing is, like, we're stuck with our bodies, our, our, our meat suits, until we, we're no longer here. Um, but, but a lot of us will make it a point to make sure we get our oil changed every three or 5,000 miles. Um, but I, I don't know if it was you said, you know, like you got to be careful with the, um, the, the warning lights. Like, the, you, you know, your car has warning lights. You got to use the warning <laughs> oh, lights. Oh, yeah. Your, um, your pa pain... And, and migraines, headaches, like weird twinges, like, like crunches, or I hear crackling and pops and things like that. These are all your body's like way of saying, hey, there's something going on. Like if, you're, if your uh, car starts clicking down the road, are you going to be like, meh, it's all good. Clicking it, it's no big deal. It just clicks. And then somebody gets in your car and you're like, 
driving and they're like, dude, your, uh, your vehicle's like clicking. And you're like, well, you know, it just does that. So my VSC light uh, has been on since November. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. No, no, and, and here's the thing, I get it. But here's, here's the difference between our cars and us. We can trade in our vehicles. We can go take out a loan, even if we don't have that much money, and go buy a vehicle that supports us and no longer has clicks. Yeah, we can't, get, we can't get a body we that we can't. We cannot get that. Uh, now, now, my dad would argue that. My dad would say, like, in, like, several decades, we'll be able to, like, just get new bodies. Oh, I'm fairly certain we've, we've covered this. Yeah, so, like, so the idea of the singularity and, and being to li uh, able to live out your consciousness in, like, a software format in as whatever avatar you And how you appealing does that sound? Um, on one hand, it does, but it, it takes you out of, like, the real world. So if you're... So if you're like a, like a, well, you're a mother, right? Oh, so, yeah, two boys. Two boys. Redheaded boys. Two redheaded uh, boys. So if, if now we're talking 50 years down the road, and, uh, and, and how do you, well, 50 years, you're not going to be like parenting. You'll be grandparenting. I so, hope I'm not parenting. So, so if you're grandparenting a, a child who is spending as much time as possible in this world that doesn't actually exist, that they come out of every once in a while. Like, we're, your dad's probably right. We're closer to that than, than he thinks. Yeah. We're able to live uh, out um, second lives in, in The Sims. Yeah. But, but it, goes, it goes back to, like, those, those guys that are, are like, super jacked and, and ripped in that avatar, in real life, they're probably crummy pieces of shit. Um, and, 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 or actually dudes. Like, that's, that's the other thing that, that when we start talking about that, um, that, that, um, singularity, life as an avatar um, in a in a society that isn't real and actually only exists online. You can be whatever you want. You're slow dancing with this beautiful woman who at home is like a 75-year-old man that just wants to relive his youth as a lady. However, okay, as great as that sounds, as amazing as that might be for some people, those people are still in pain. Those people are still sitting on their recliner or whatever, their little uh, nifty chair that they got, and they're suffering from chronic hip pain. They're suffering from chronic back pain. They've got um, numbness and tingling that happens. They have like all these different like uh, issues with their feet and things like that. So like, although they might be living this alternate life where everything's like, you know, hunky-dory and sunshine and rainbows, while they're sitting in that chair doing that, they're still feeling that pain. They're still suffering from that. They still have to know who they are. They still have to, well, yeah, I mean, your, your body, nerves don't turn off until you're dead. And so until they die, you're going to feel those nerves yelling at you. And that's what I, 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 I work with clients over and over again that can't, that, that have been told that they can no longer do something because that they're in such chronic pain, they're in such, um, like, disarray with their bodies that they can no longer do the thing that they really, really love doing. And that is pretty much where most people end up going, to some, some kind of degree. And so what I want for people to understand, no matter how old you are, <coughs> there's always a way to get it back. So like right now, like even like a 70-year-old woman or man who's had a lifetime of shitty eating and poor movement pattern, okay? Because that's where it goes down to, is your, our posture and our movement pattern is effed, all right? We've got, we've got so much messed up and, and wrong with our, because of our convenient life that um, that alone puts us at a disadvantage. 
So this 70-year-old who comes, comes to me with a hunched over back and rickety knees and, you know, headaches and chronic migraines, within six months, they can start to see themselves feel better. They can start to actually straighten up their chest and, and kind of get up from that hunched over position. They can, and, and, then, and then you feed that with, with nutrition. You feed that with <clears throat> your ne- necessary nutrients, and, and, and your body will heal. Your body's meant to heal. We've got, we've got healing properties all inside, internal. We just have to support those healing properties. I think that, that most people get wrapped up in that they want to jump in and they just imagine in their head that they're going to get immediately better in their knees or it back. Yeah, and, and everybody does. And so, that we, so a lot of times, rather than put in the work for those results, right. they unplug and they go back to that fucking la-la sure. land. Um, but that, that knee pain is still there. Until, and it's, it's like anything else. Like unless you address the thing that is, that's... That started it all. Yeah. Or whatever. Until you address those things, whether it's, it's in your body or your mind. True. True. Until you and address it is those mind things. a lot, for yeah. sure. Um, and, and, and a lot of that, when we start talking about mind, it's, it's, it's form that we've learned. So let's say you're a regular, uh, in, in your opinion, like you see guys that go, uh, guys and gals that are, are, are gym folks most of their lives, and, and it's form, I think, that, that, that kind of fucks them up. Oh, 100%. And I, and I hear it from them. I hear it from them. They come in looking looking broken down okay they're still strong that's the thing is like it's crazy the body is an amazing machine these people are still strong but they are in chronic pain they're they're constantly fighting some kind of like issue with their hip or their knee or their groin or their back or their whatever and they keep going keep going keep going then they come in and we start to change their movement patterns we start to loosen this tissue so we were talking about your issues that you're having right now and you're getting groin pain. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to share that on your radio. That's, it's all right. It's, this isn't HIPAA coverage. So here's the deal, though. If, if Bill Baker was supposed, if he was going to go in your adductor, the inside track of your leg, and start kind of deep tissue massaging it, and like you can use a tool or whatever to basically soften the muscle in a massage pattern and, and, and start working into this, you're going to start to see that all these things start to heal because now you're letting... You're letting go of all these like knots that are binding your muscle tissue and causing stress in other areas. So these guys come in, we massage their tissue, we reset their mechanics. So I force them into movement that their body doesn't even want to go into because their body's so structured in this one way that it's gonna take it's gonna take a month of programming. Like that's typically about the average. So like I get a month, and then all of a sudden they're their patterns have shifted, and now they're like, my knee doesn't hurt, my back doesn't hurt, my shoulder feels better. And they're like, why didn't I know this when I was a kid? Why didn't my coaches say this to me? Why didn't my freaking physical trainer blah, 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 blah? Dude. Dude. Well, okay, and that's where it comes out to, to some of the conspiracy theories. No, um, and, I, well, and, okay. and, and it's And it's a forced misedu- uh, miseducation. We, we aren't. We aren't taught in school. Uh, we, I mean, we used to have home ec. We don't have. I don't think home ec is a thing anymore. Where you would learn yeah, to budget, I had you would learn to cook, yeah. you would learn to do different things so that you could sustain your own life. Right. They, no one taught you how to fucking balance a checkbook or to balance a bank account. You know what? We were just talking about this. I feel like we're going to go on a, off on another tangent though, because I think that the school should be more practical, like mechanics. 
Everybody should know how to change their oil on their vehicle, don't you think? On one hand, yes, but on the other hand, like they're they're as or we, a tire, or a tire. Absolutely Let's go with a tire. A tire absolutely, a tire is absolutely a tire. So there you go. Um, but That's but there there are folks who are feeding their families with oil changes, and I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. um, That's true. So. But, but yeah, the guy, the guy that works for AAA or works for your insurance company that owns the tow truck that's got to drive out and change your fucking tire for you because right. you never learned how to do it as a 50-year-old man, come on, dude. Yeah. Um, so, so, but, but um, I think that we, we – I say we. Like humanity has done a really good job of intentionally misinforming people or missing out a lot of uh, – uh, missing out why we teach people things. So – if, if the companies that are, are providing us food are also some of the people who are invested in the companies that are providing school books, do you think that they're going to say, well, this sugar uh, will fuck up your inflammation? Well, well, if, you if you are sore from sports, um, you know, the, the sugar is just going to – your Coca-Cola afterwards is going to make things worse. Yeah. Um, we we – we have information, and information gets released, and we learn what's good and what's bad. But, but whether or not that information is supported um, and whether or not that information is released to, uh, to people the same way that the product is released to people is something else completely. Um, so in, in, the, in the 60s and 70s, the sugar companies, um, they, they spent a lot of money to convince people that sugar was not a problem and sugar was not one of the major sources of tooth decay. They spent a lot of money on that crazy. shit, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but that was, a, that was a thing that was intentionally done by the sugar industry to put artificial sweeteners in our, in our bodies that would eventually lead us to heart problems that, we knew, that they knew we were going to have. Um, so they knew... Um, they knew in the, in the 40s and 50s that cigarettes uh, caused cancer. It wasn't until the 70s or 80s that you started seeing warning stickers on, on labels. Um, we are intentionally misinformed uh, by people who benefit from us being misinformed. So I don't know if you're aware of this. Like Bayer and Monsanto are now the same company. The people that provide the seeds uh, that eventually become our food are now part of the same company uh, that gives us cancer treatments. So just thinking out loud here, if the folks behind Oxycontin were sending internal memos that it was great that they sold Narcan and Oxycontin, do you think that we're not going to see those, in, uh, those internal emails between Monsanto and Bayer? We are, but Bayer is a company that's based in Germany. It's a little bit harder for us to get access to it. Um, but the companies that are providing us our food are also providing us uh, the medicine with which we treat ourselves from the abuse of their food. Right. But there is enough information out there for us to know what shit is bad for you. If in 2019 you decide to pick up a pack of cigarettes and say, you know what, I'm going to smoke now. I don't feel fucking bad for you for right. whatever happens. For sure, you are totally um, in the know that cigarettes are bad. I had a Fanta this morning. A Fanta. Yeah, it was a great Fanta. I hadn't had one. And in you forever. know soda's not good. For and you. I know. Yeah. A hundred percent soda is not. So why'd you do it, Bill? Um, because it tasted good. Well, because it was it was delicious, but I also know the risks. I also don't drink a, a can of soda a day. 
Um, I don't have enough soda in my life to where I think, you know what, I, I do, that's something that I do. Because and that's really good. That's um, really good. But I think that that goes to, to most of us that are, that at least want to make changes to, I don't know, not die in our 30s right. or 40s from things that are absolutely preventable. Dude, once upon a time, I had probably at least two rock stars, like, a day. Like, it, it, it was, uh, I, I don't think that we completely know. Or that I think we know, but we're not, we're not very aware of the substantial effects of it. So when I, when I was drinking these rock stars, this was, I was still crossfitting. I was, it was, like, back in the beginning when I, I first started crossfitting. And um, I... I, I would go through phases where I'd, I'd do some, like, good, like, healthy-ish eating. I'd try the paleo and, and different things like that. Um, but I'd kind of just, like, I wouldn't get results, and, like, I'd fall back into the same, like, well, I'm just going to drink them because they taste good and blah, 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 and, like, not really. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and honestly, I just, I liked it. I li and and I, I want to say, like, that is the biggest thing. It's, like, mentally and emotionally, like, I just, I liked the taste of it. It was good. I drank it. Red Monster. I get it. Like, yeah. if, if, um, if I'm feeling that need, sometimes I go to it because it's, it's a comfort. Yep. Um, but, yeah. We, comfort, we, for sure. We, we build these, these addictions. Like, and, I, and I was with you. I, I worked mids in the Air Force. So, like, I was popping. Yeah. Um, trying to get all, that energy going. Oh, all kinds. All day, right. all day long. Except here's the, here's the shit. If you actually ate legitimate food, like, like, healthy like and, and throughout the day your energy would be top notch like I'm, I'm I go an average day <coughs> I'm probably going um from like so I Monday was a Friday I go from 4 30 in the morning until like I don't know 11 o'clock at night so like that whole time I have like stuff going on or I have things that I'm doing and my energy levels are always fine I don't have issues with energy, but I, I, I'm consistently eating. So a lot of people don't eat, and instead, they will grab their energy drink. They'll be like, okay, I'm low on energy. So instead of grabbing something like a fruit that has fiber and carbohydrate, which carbohydrate is going to turn into glucose, and glucose is going to produce insulin, and insulin and glucose then go into your cells to make energy, and now, boom, you've got your energy. And you got it in with your vitamins and minerals and antioxidants that you need to support all that. What about unmolested coffee? So, so I'm not going to lie, I'm a coffee drinker. So am I. Straight up. My, my ritual is this. I throw in a scoop of, uh, of protein in the morning. My first cup of coffee has a scoop of protein. And I know I should... And I go back and forth on creamers, but but my little girl, bless her heart, bought the uh, the Reese's peanut butter oh, creamer. Oh no, that is I not know. good. I know, I know. No, I gotta get, I gotta get it out of my milk. house. Just milk, just straight up milk. Well, yo. well, even even not not going with milk, use it. No, you know, like even so without here, creamer. Here's, so here's break it so down. Let's break let's break it down. Okay, I drink coffee, but I also I, I eat about six to eight meals a day. Okay, so my coffee is like followed by like my protein shake and a piece of fruit, or my eggs, and some oatmeal, or whatever I'm starting out with. So with my coffee, I take, uh, I take milk, 2% uh, milk, because milk has calcium and vitamin D. Okay, so I, so I try to get uh, an accumulation of about a cup and a half of milk to two cups a day. And that part of that goes into my coffee. So I put that in my coffee, 
And then I put about, I don't know, three teaspoons of sugar, maybe four teaspoons. I don't, I don't really um, care that much because I, my sugar, the sugar that I'm putting in, what's going to happen is it's going to go right into my bloodstream and it's going gonna, it's gonna to bring up that blood, that blood sugar level. So then um, I'm going to get that insulin coming in from the pancreas and that sugar is going to latch on and it's just going to go straight into my liver or muscle glycogen or my, or my muscle. So liver muscle is going to take that up. So, and because I'm leading it with a protein and another carbohydrate, I'm going to slow the process down. So that's the, the thing is, is like your, your pancreas produces insulin on how fast things go into your bloodstream. So if you add a protein that your body has to break down in addition to a sugar, it's going to take longer for it to break down the sugar because it's also breaking down the protein. So your insulin secretion is slower, meaning your blood sugar is not spiking really fast, right? But I'm getting energy. And right in the morning, you just fasted. So like your, your nighttime, so I got to sleep nine hours last night, which was freaking sick. And uh, that's nine hours of not eating. Now, I eat, usually right before I go to bed, I'll have like a protein shake. And I'll have my little oat snack. So it's oats and a little bit of peanut butter. Something to digest, some fiber. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, um, and so, that, so that keeps me being able to, like, keep my, like, because muscle rebuilding, um, cell regeneration, like, all these different functions are happening as you're sleeping. So, like, I want, I want that food. I want, I want energy for the night. And then as soon as I wake up, my body is low blood sugar, needs to, needs to rise again. I need to get that energy back in. And so my coffee with my sugar that's, that's in the grand scheme of things, is not a big deal, especially since um, although sugar has been refined, so meaning it's been stripped of its nutrients, it hasn't been, there's no additional things being put in. So a lot of times, like different sweeteners, they have a mix of uh, chemically altered sweetening, so like something that's been done in a lab, right, and the natural source of sweetener. And so now you're getting corruption. It's almost like I start take, talking um, like in Japanese or something to you. So my body takes in that foreign language, that un, uh, misunderstood language, and has to now decipher it somehow. So with just raw sugar, just like, you know, it's been stripped, but it's not been chemically altered in that way. Now, what are your thoughts on uh, um, like stevia or other sweeteners? So stevia is also um, coming from a plant as well. Uh, I believe the the stevia uh, is is a little bit higher glycemic index. So like the the sweeter something is, the the more um, the more it will uh, produce insulin in the blood. So like you like diet coke, okay? Diet coke is something that doesn't have um, the sugars in it, right? So what happens is. When you drink Diet Coke, the pancreas produces insulin because of the taste. So your taste buds actually like uh, send a signal to the pancreas to already produce insulin for what's coming in. So this Diet Coke doesn't have any sugar, though. It doesn't have any glucose. It's been stripped of it. So that means when the Diet Coke comes in, there's no sugar, there's no glucose molecules. So that insulin that's been reacted by the taste buds... It's just floating in there. So now you get a low blood sugar drop. And this is where people start to run into issues. So you're telling me that Coca-Cola is actively using chemicals that manipulate my brain activity and my body activity to believe something that's going on that isn't. Who'd have fucking they're, thought? They're stripping, they're stripping 
the sugar out. They're stripping the sugar out of it. And by stripping the sugar out, it doesn't affect the fact that the taste buds create a reaction in the body. So that's, that's it. That's the thing is like, but if you put in something like Coke, so like <coughs> Coke would be better than Diet Coke. And the reason why is Coke has all its sugar molecules in it. So even though you're gonna get a big spike of your sugar, your insulin's going to match it, hopefully. And that means when you have that sugar spike, your insulin's going to set you up and you might store it. So you're gonna store it in your liver first, then you're in your muscle, and then whatever reserves are left, go to the fat. So and that's where you know, Coke will do you in because the fat at some point probably is getting stored because it's so high. But choosing Coke over Diet Coke is definitely a better alternative because Diet Coke is gonna create diabetes. Insulin resistance, you've gotta have insulin resistance. Who in your opinion um, is, the, uh, is the guiltiest as far as, okay, because we, we make the final we, decision? Um, how many people listening right now want what they want right now? Want the instant gratification, whether it be pain relief right now, whether it be strength right now, whether it be education right now, it doesn't matter. We want it right now. And it is, a healthy life is, um, it's not simple like that. It's not, it's not a right now kind of thing. It is something that it takes work and it takes time and we are guilty of not wanting to put in the timer work. We don't. Ask, ask your friends, ask, ask yourself. Do you want to put in that kind of timer work? Do you want to master your adductors and your psoas? And then go eat some broccoli and a potato and some ground beef or something, or you know, chicken breast? You say potato, I'm guessing you're not a, well we've discussed this before offline, but you're definitely not a keto person. Oh my gosh, no. So I, again, I'm about thriving. I'm not about trying to strip my fat down to the barest minimum. I'm not about trying to make my weight drop. I don't do those things. I eat to function. I eat so that when I lift in the gym and I jump around and I pull myself up on things, I feel great. I feel strong and healthy. I, I feel that my muscles are, um, thriving and not breaking down, that my joints are actually getting better day to day. So that's the thing is like, so I started out broken. My, I had chronic shoulder pain. I had constant sciatic issues. My feet and ankles hurt all the time, all the time. I didn't even know about the ankle thing until way later because I had just grown so accustomed to having ankle pain that I literally just like checked out of it. So I had all this happen and I wanted to be an athlete. I was like a fat girl, and, I, and, I, and, I, and then I got into this thing, this CrossFit thing, and now it opened my mind, it opened my eyes to like this other thing I could do, and then my body said, no, F you, you're not doing it, because you're broken, and I would get into heavy weights, and I would break down. I'd get into hard, hard like workout work, uh, like sessions, and I'd break down. And it wasn't until I started really assessing what was happening, and like how I was moving, and what I was eating, and all this other stuff, now, I'm about to be 36 this year, and I'm getting healthier every year. I'm not getting worse. I'm not getting, my body's not breaking down on me. Like, my hips aren't getting worse. My back isn't getting worse. My shoulders aren't getting worse. Everything is getting better. I'm, like, basically pain-free pretty much the majority of the time. And, and I work out all the time, Bill. Did you know I just ran the 10K and got third place? Which is insane to me because I hate running. 
And like that's, that's a product of what I do. It's a product of how I eat. It's a product of what I put in, in, into the gym and my body and the care and love I give it on a day-to-day -day basis. And if we did that, we would see ourselves in a whole, like everything would be more fun. Everything would be more um, enjoyable because now we don't have the burden of our bodies and minds preventing us from fully like embracing what we're doing. So we're coming in at about 30 minutes we now. Got, yeah, so much talking, huh? Yeah. So if people are interested in, in CrossFit Start Student, they want to talk to you. And, and by the way, like I, I could say, it's people I work with. I've sent them to you. I and, and, and they And they are, they appreciate it. Awesome. They, they appreciate it. I've gotten a lot of love for, for sending people to you. To, uh, and, and it makes them feel better. That's so awesome. I, that's, that's the kind of evidence that, that, that I like, is like people telling, saying that you know, they feel better after they, they, um, they get with you. So if people are interested in, in getting with you and, and talking about their diet and talking about um, getting themselves in less pain uh, and, and, and getting themselves to a better, to a healthier, happier life, like how do they get a hold of you? So, um, I, so I have a couple of ways. I have a Facebook page. Um, my own personal pa Facebook page is Nikki Russell. Um, and then my gym page is CrossFit Certitude. Uh, you can go there. And then um, my phone number is 907-953-2439. Uh, I do personal sessions. I do just, like, work with people who just, like, kind of need to figure out where their bodies are and, like, what they need to do to start seeing, like, healthier versions of themselves. I'm completely open to any questions, um, and yeah, I just, uh, I want to see people, like, feeling good. I want to see people being able to do the things that they love and not have the consequences that we seem to face kind of day-to-day now. So, and I can say, you know, like, I've seen all kinds of people in your classes, whether it be um, fighters like uh, Victor Rodriguez, uh, just, a, just a tremendous athlete, or um, whether it's, you know, 70-year-old women who are going in to make themselves feel better. Like, it's never too late. You, you only get one ticket. You, you need to enjoy the ride and, and make, your meat cert, uh, meet your, make your meat suit work for you. Meat suit. I also uh, do want to say to all the parents out there, um, with my two boys, they are 9 and 11, and I have seen a lot of chronic, um, chronic uh, dysfunction through as soon as the kids get to about the age of three. From, from three up, they start to lose a lot of their abilities, like range of motion and different functions. Um, as they get into about six, seven, they you really start to show. I do have a um, class for kids. Uh, it's going to be starting here in next week, actually, next Thursday. And it's at 4 o'clock on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, and it's for 6 to 12. And basically, we're working on core control, and we're working on range of motion and, and stretching and um, just like coordination patterns for the kids uh, because they're in pain. And, and we think it's growing pains. That's what we're told. That's what we've been told. And we've kind of like, that's what we know. But that's not true. And so those muscles, they're getting stressed because of the fact that they're sitting on their butts all the time. And they're sitting with bad posture, and those muscles need to be stretched, and they also need to be loosened. And so these are things that I really want to start to work in with the kids. Like, I'd love to get more of that, like, kid community, like, involved, because it starts there. And then we're in our teens, and then we're in our 20s, and I work with teens, too. I work at the detention hall in Kenai, and I work with kids who are about um, 12 to 18 and these kids are dysfunctional and they have knee pain and they have back pain and they're young. So 
parents, listen, we got to get them stretching. Come, come see me and talk to me about your kiddo. If you, see, if you hear them talking about pain, those sports, knees and shoulders, they're constantly getting damaged. So just uh, another little side note there. Are you familiar with uh, David Goggins? Uh, retired Navy SEAL. He's a was a SEAL instructor. He went through Hell Week three times. His last time he went through, he went with um, uh, with fractured legs or broken legs. He went through and he duct taped his legs together, or like he duct taped his legs. He didn't duct tape them together so he'd be like a merman. Um, just, just getting through Hell Week, just hopping. And and you know what? I would pay extra to see that. Um, but yeah, so this is a Navy SEAL instructor, but this dude spends hours a day just stretching. Yeah. Um, just, it's, it's that fucking important. Yeah, it is. Very, and, and some of the most high level athletes who actually do well and, and don't get injured consistently are doing those things. They're doing yoga, they're stretching and it, it, you can't just do one. Unfortunately, you kind of have to combo it because our body needs all of it. Our body, our muscles need demand so our muscles need to be challenged and and we walk around all the time so walking is not a challenge okay running is just a lot of stress on the joints we need to challenge the muscles with different like strength resistance work we need to make sure that the muscles are going through full range of motion we need to make sure that we're unknotting those those little so like when you run over like a, a thing in your shoulder and you pull uh pin it down and you feel this like really aggressive, like not, those are not normal things. Like you shouldn't just be like accepting of your knots. You need to get those knots out. Like if you have knots, you're going to have nerve impingement, period. Your nerves will stop communicating in certain areas and will start, start to create damage, period. You got to do it. All right. Nikki, thank you so much for your time. Thank we'll you, have bro. you on more frequently now that we're at the like a solid location. Sounds great, man. All right. Well, thank you very much. Peace. As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning, a marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Red Run Cannabis Company, license number 3A-10056. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, license 4A-10052. All right. Without any further ado, I've been going on for like 10 minutes. Thank you so much for all your time. Let me get straight into Nikki Russell. <laughs> 